let's go. Back at it again with another solo podcast. Uh, I've got a Canada hard solo this week that everyone's been cracking on about. It's actually pretty fucking good. Um, I went and got a 10-pack on, on Saturday to share with my good pal Adrian, but I played the bitch card and cancelled the podcast because I haven't haven't been in the best uh, headspace, to be honest. I think anyone that that knows me or seen my stand-up or whatever, I've been pretty pretty honest that I've yeah struggled with depression and anxiety a fair bit. Um, in the past couple of weeks, it's just, yeah, hit me, hit me pretty hard, hit me and everyone around me pretty hard. Um, so, yeah, to be honest, we, we cancelled the podcast this week and it just wasn't sitting right with me. Uh, so it's currently midnight on Monday night. The podcast comes out in three hours, 3 a.m. on Tuesday. So I literally couldn't sleep. So I was like, why not go flick the mics on? do another short solo episode by myself and see what the fuck comes out. Um, but, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I found this little video. This pops up, like, once a week for me from the uh, the wise man himself, Kevin Hart. And he just, I don't know, the dude just speaks so much truth. I figured, fucking, why not play it since I'm not going to have much to say myself. You don't start things and not finish them. You don't quit. There's nothing that comes out of quitting. Besides knowing that you didn't finish. We finish everything. You start it, finish it. If you're going to do it, do it to try and be the best. Not be better than other people. Be the best for you. You don't start. So, yeah, I don't know. That just hit me at the the right time, the Sava, I guess, because a couple of days ago we were thinking about cancelling the podcast altogether because, let's be honest, there's fucking 10 million other podcasts out there better than this one. Um but yeah, we seem to have a solid little listener base that keeps coming back every week for more and it, I'm watching the numbers every week and it's slowly growing, which is pretty fucking cool. Um, cool to see, to be honest. And to the outside, like people, I know it's, it seems like fuck all the, the amount of time that I put into this thing. It's crazy, to be honest, for for um, yeah the amount of downloads and stuff we get. But I'm in it for the long haul. I'm happy to happy to play the long game. Um, but yeah, oh yeah, this took got my sunnies on. Seems to be the, uh, it does make it a lot less awkward when you're doing a solo podcast. feels like you've got like a mask or something. Um, feel like I could say whatever the fuck I want really, but yeah, like I said, um, struggling a fair bit lately. Um, the Savo today was probably the worst day actually, I. Finally all hit me and I, I tipped over. Um, and, yeah, I, I hit that angry stage, which, to be honest, I reckon I've only hit that. I reckon I could count the amount of times on one hand, to be honest. Um, and, yeah, I had a bit of a breakdown, just to be completely raw and honest with everyone. Um, but that's a whole other reason why I had to come and do this tonight, I guess, to to get back in my rhythm, get the wheels turning. Because, um, yeah, the the last couple of weeks have been pretty rough with stand-up as well. I don't know why. It just feels like when I get on that stage, it feels like I've just I've lost my funny. Like I don't, don't believe what I'm saying 100%, which is pretty fucking pretty crazy because 
everything I say up there is based on like true stories and events and stuff. So it's weird not to believe what you're saying when it's actually happened. Um, but yeah, like I did, did a gig at um, Big Fork last night for Diablo's comedy and they took a couple of photos on me on, of me on stage and it was the first time I've looked at photos of me on stage and just gone like that dude's not having fun up there, um, which sucks. But I think I'm gonna I'm gonna make a conscious effort to turn a corner there. I've got a I got a big gig this Friday down at Mwilamba, um, which I'm looking forward to. I'm hoping that'll be my little turning point. I can find my funny again, so to speak. Um, and yeah, get get back on track. Um, but yeah, I've wanted wanted to try a solo podcast, I guess, for a little while because I did that one a while ago when we were changing formats and things like that. But um, yeah, it's just like, what the fuck do you talk about? Like, this is just going to be a short one, to be honest. Just get something out there for you guys because I know I know I get frustrated. Because I've got my set podcasts every week that I listen to, like everyone else. Um, and sometimes you don't even think what those guys are going through for them not to release an episode that week. And you're just like, well, fuck, how am I going to get through my Tuesday without hearing fucking Burt Kreischer or something? You know what I mean? Um, so I figured for for the people that do listen, I'd just come and make an effort. It's probably just going to be Ash that listens, but fucking that's someone. Um, but yeah, I'd, I, I was thinking this, like, while I've been in this whole headspace thing, we've never actually touched on it on the podcast as to like the, the moment why I started doing stand up and stuff like that. And it's super, to be honest, I've only told oh, maybe two or three people cause it's, it's not what I'm about. It's super like hippy dippy fucking guru type shit. Um, but for as long as I can remember, I've always had the word epiphany tangled in my life. Um, just growing up, I always used to say it. My MySpace name used to be King Epiphany, um, but it always meant fuck all. I just thought it was a cool word. Um, and at my last job, I had an absolute kind of a day. And before I went to bed, I don't know who the fuck I was talking to or any, like, just out into the atmosphere. I was like, what am I going to do with my life? And uh, I went to sleep and I just had the most vivid, realistic dream I've ever felt or had. Like, it just felt like real life. And um, it was literally just of me behind a giant curtain with my wife. And at the time, we just had Weston, who was still a baby. Um and yeah, I just remember in the dream, I just like kissed them. They said, good luck. I walked behind this curtain and all I saw was just a sold out Suncorp stadium there to see me tell my stupid little dick jokes, um, which I know is a fucking, it's never going to happen, but it's fucking, it's a pretty crazy dream to have. And um, yeah, just for that to feel so real. I'd never experienced anything like that. Never, never knew what I wanted to do in life. Um, and I don't know, I just tied it all together for me to speak something out into the atmosphere. However that got into my dream, 
and then to wake up, piece all the pieces of how stand-up's always intertwined in my life. And then I you know, drove to work early that day and just started writing my first joke, which was absolute dog shit, um, much like the rest of my jokes these days. But, yeah, it was... It was a pretty crazy moment and, um, yeah, since then I've, I've just been chasing it. Since that dream, it was, it was a year before I even got on stage from that dream um, of just writing absolute dog shit jokes that I wish I got on stage sooner because 99% of them didn't even work. Like it's true what they say, how you don't know if a joke's going to work until you're on stage telling it to a crowd of people. Um because when I was writing it to myself, I'm like, this is fucking hilarious. Like, I've got an hour show already. Um, meanwhile, I had about 15 seconds of solid material. Um, but, yeah, that that's, uh, that's sort of where I'm at with all that sort of thing. Um, I'm just trying to think what else has happened this week so it's not a completely fucking downer episode. I went and saw the Barbie movie. Uh which I spoke to Ash about last week. It's pretty disappointed, to be honest. Uh, I think the only thing that saved the movie for for what's being promoted as such a empowering women movie, I think the only thing that saved it was Will Ferrell, Ryan Gosling, and Michael Sarah, three dudes carrying the Barbie movie. Um, but yeah, fucking, there was some solid laughs in there. I'll give it that. I loved all the throwbacks to like the '90s rock and. Shit like that, and Michael Sarah and Will Farrell, like they just don't miss anything they do. It's fucking hilarious. Um We did fuck up though. We'll we'll call it a, a group effort. We'll go down together. Um Nikita and I treated ourselves to Gold Gold Lounge or Star Lounge, whatever the fuck it's called, which was like seventy five bucks for the both of us to go and watch this movie. Anyway, she bought the tickets. And then like an hour later, she got an email and it's like, oh, what do you want to eat in Star Lounge? She's like, what the fuck? And she checked the tickets and uh, she bought it for that day instead of the next day. So we missed the movie on the first one. So then we had to double buy tickets to the Barbie movie. So it ended up costing us about 150 bucks to go and see the Barbie movie, which fucking could have spent that on a a lot more at the moment. Luckily enough... um, we sort of rorted the system and emailed the cinema and said there was an emergency and they refunded us the first one, which was which was nice of them. Um, and if they are listening, that family emergency was genuine uh, and I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about right now. Uh, once we watched the Barbie movie, Nikita dragged me along to something else she wanted to do for a while. Uh, there's a, a Costco open near our house now, which... I don't know. I'm never keen on anything like that. I knew the crowds would be crazy. I'm not keen on buying much in bulk. Um, but we went down there with the kids. It. We walked in. We had to show our membership cards, which felt super culty. Um, and then, yeah, it was to me. It was like a a glorified Aldi on steroids. Like so fucking random just tvs next to bread next to wheelbarrows next to fucking there was an optometrist in there the place had a fully functioning optometrist it had a tire center like you could get your wheels changed while you're doing your groceries it was fucking random anyway we 
I didn't even think it was that much cheaper, to be honest. Like now we've just got 10,000 boxes of shapes and shit that we're going to have to try and get through. But at least we can say we've been now. I, uh, I, I won't be in a rush to get back there, but Nikita seemed to like it so she can go by herself next time. Um, what else is happening? Westy, Westy got his first dirt bike yesterday, which is pretty fucking cool. Um, he actually took to it a lot better than I was expecting because I know we spoke about it the end of last year on here. We took him to the Nitro Circus Games and he we had to leave like an hour into it because he didn't like the sounds and shit like that. Um, so I was expecting the same thing when we got this bike. But yeah, as soon as we got it off the Ute, he was straight onto it, keen to start trying to ride it at least. He's picking it up pretty quickly, which is pretty pretty fucking cool, but... It's uh, it's made me get the bug. I think, think I'm pretty keen to jump on one, but knowing my luck, like my jet ski story I told, I'll probably fucking break a leg or something on the first day. Um, what else? Probably wrap it up pretty soon. Ah, oh, another thing that's got me down. I know, fucking. We said this when Bert Kreischer was in town. Um, that we we're pretty close to having him on. And if we were pretty close to having Bird on, we were almost guaranteed to have Sam Talent on. So Sam Talent's a huge American comedian. Um, he's doing his Australian tour right now for guilt-free comedy. Um, those boys are going to come on in a few weeks as well and shoot the shit, which is cool. Um, but, yeah, as soon as his tour got announced, I touched base with him and he was he was pretty fucking keen. I spoke to him a few times after that, still pretty keen. And then, yeah, the other day uh, he just said it's probably going to be a bit too much with the way the tour is panning out now, which completely fair enough. Like he's a fucking huge name. He's pumping almost every city in Australia at the moment. Um, but, yeah, it would have been would have been pretty fucking crazy to get him on, to be honest. I would have loved to have had a chat to him, like I said, Last week to Ash, I'd just finished reading his book, which I, I still put down as one of the best books I've ever written, uh, ever read. Sorry, um, but yeah, I mean, I might shoot him one more sneaky message before he before he leaves the Brisbane area and see how we go. But it would have been a would have been a good get for sure. And um, yeah, these things happen. The tricky part about having a guest based podcast, I guess, but. When we can't get guests, you just get me sitting here dribbling shit for fucking how long's it been? About fifteen minutes or something. But um yeah, like I said, it's it's midnight now, so I better go and start the upload and next week we'll be back with hopefully something a bit better. Um but yeah, appreciate everyone that does listen and if you wanna give us a share, fucking comment on our shit, whatever you wanna do, like get us into the algorithm. Much appreciated. And uh, we'll see you next week.